Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reed, And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week we're doing audience choice and... Boy, howdy, did you guys pick a doozy again? <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. We're doing Runaway Bride, and I have never, I never seen this movie before. Had you seen this movie before? No, this is a first one. I don't know how this, this one missed me. And yep. <laughs> watching this, I was screaming the whole time. I was like, this isn't real. This is not a real movie. I hated this movie. <laughs> This. I like I loved to hate it. Do you know what I mean? Like I I enjoyed the hatred I felt towards it. Fair enough. But the, this is a sort of hatred for me where it took me like four or five times to get through the whole thing. Oh like, no! Like I, I need to take shot. a break. I no. need to walk around. I need to. I literally uh, I set the mood. I set the mood for Ooh. this movie. I was like, this is a rom com. I was like. I I put I, I put on my fairy lights. I dimmed the rest of my lights in the room. I tucked myself into bed. I was like, ooh, yeah, let's have feelings. And then I had no feelings. <laughs> Maybe that was my mistake, because I sat at my computer desk and watched it because I could have it like it playing on one screen and my notes on the other. Nah. I sitting in my office chair. And, like there were so many times we were like, I mean I could go downstairs and get another snack, right? Like <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. only been 15 minutes since I got my last snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, guys. This movie's out of control. If you haven't seen Runaway Bride, we've got uh, it's a it's a Richard Gere, Julia Roberts classic classic quotes. I don't know. Would we call this a classic? They, I think they were trying to recreate the magic of Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. And and, and they had not. <laughs> they had not. There's a lot of good people in this movie and there's like a lot of like fun weird scenes and stuff but it's uh as as a whole collectively my god the idea is is we've got uh, richard gear ike uh he is a, a journalist in new york and he he hates women and, <laughs> and, and 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 women hate that he hates women rightfully and men kind of cheer him on a little bit they're like get get the women get them they they've been having it good for too long they can vote. Fuck them. And uh, so he meets a, he's trying to come up with his next idea. He meets this guy at a bar and this guy tells him about this woman named Maggie Carpenter, the run, the quote unquote runaway bride who has left. Uh, he says seven to eight men at the altar. She's run away from them. Um, turns out to be three. I would make the argument that's still much too high, uh, but whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. So um, I creates this article just just based off of just this man's whispers into his drunken ear. He writes an article about Maggie Carpenter, and Maggie reads it and writes to his boss, basically saying this is all inaccurate. This guy's supposed to be a journalist. I found fifteen things that are wrong in this article do something about this he gets fired oh by the way his boss is his ex-wife because why not why not let's just get it all <laughs> let's get it all in there right so um then uh, his friend's like you know what like let's why don't why don't you go and make this story like go get the real story okay go get your job back go get the real story he goes uh maggie's getting married to a coach the, the high school football coach or whatever. Um, they, I'm sorry, I have to pause before this. This is the most insane scene I've ever seen in my entire life. I literally cannot believe that this has hit cinema ever. Okay, I can't, I, you know what scene I'm talking about. So they, so then, so, so I keeps like stalking this woman. She's showing up everywhere where she is. He's getting all this information on, on her in like, I would say very questionable ways. <laughs> um, anyway, 
And then the this coach is like knows that Maggie has like a, a commitment phobia. So he's like, well, I want I want to practice. I want to do a rehearsal one more time. One more time. I want to do a rehearsal. Let's practice this. Walk down the aisle. They get everybody's position switched up. He's like, why don't I be the priest? You just walk down towards Ike. And then they start making out in front of everyone when it comes to kiss time and like in front of the her fiance, the man she's supposed to marry. And he's like, what does Richard Gere say? He's like, you should wish us luck or something. Yeah, what am I supposed to say, say to that? Wish us luck. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God! I was like, hit him, hit him, and he, he did. Yeah. Okay, which is the correct. Honestly, I, I don't think violence is rarely the answer, but that man needed to get punched. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, so then he's like, we should get married in a week. Which, why not? We just met. We should. So Ike and Maggie are gonna get married. And then she ends up running away from him and then and then eventually going back to see him and like kind of proposing to him and they get back together and that's that's the movie. That's the happy ending, I guess. I guess. Woo! It is man alive. This is this movie is I I yeah. And, uh, and and listeners, I will just point this out. You may have uh, in Rebecca's um, uh, recap of this. You may have been like, oh, did she forget the part where they fall in love? No, you no. didn't. No, I didn't. There's actually... <laughs> there's not. That's not there's part a of couple the movie. Of, there's a couple of looks. There's like maybe a moment or two, but uh, yeah. It, it, it's not earned. It no. comes right out of nowhere. It's I, That's my biggest note for this is why did these people fall in love? I, I still don't know. Oh, I don't know day. either. I don't think it works. It no. is. This movie made me scream yeah. the whole time. I was like, but I did. I did enjoy hating it. Okay. I will say this. It, it bridged over past. This is a bad movie too. This is a bad movie. This is exceptionally bad. Yeah. And I would say I disliked it so much because there was not <laughs> a single likable character in the entire thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I was not rooting for anybody. No, every every single person in this movie is absolute garbage, except for maybe um, Ike's bot, like his ex wife. Yeah. I'm like, she's she seems like she's in a good relationship. She seems kind of cool. Yeah, there may be some secondary characters that we're like, yeah, be fine. Um, but I guess we'll get to who we think the uh, the real villain, the true villain of this, or the intended villain of this movie is in a second. But first, uh, we want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, T Public. Hey, do you like t-shirts? Do you like cool designs? Do you like... I do. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you like having weird nerdy shit on your t-shirts? Absolutely. I'm a nerd. I'm weird. <laughs> I like shit, for well, sure. Well, then, yeah. Head on over to tpublic.com uh, where you are going to find like your next really cool design. Um, you can put these things on t-shirts. You can put them on tank tops. You can put them on... Uh, baseball shirts, mugs even, mugs, yep. phone cases, notebooks, whatever you need. There's uh, there's there's something there for you. Yeah, pick your size, color, and fabric, which I like. Because yeah. if you're an itchy girl like I am, I want to pick my fabric, absolutely. Um, all designs are made by indie artists getting a fair commission for their work. When you buy a t-shirt from T Public Store, you are supporting an indie artist. Maybe like us. Maybe we're that indie artist. We've got designs. You should do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe you uh, are you a listener of this podcast. Uh, you know how we stand on most romantic comedies, <laughs> which is that the romantic, the third option. Third so, option. Third option. Uh, so we do have a, a romantic comedy third option uh, design uh, that you can check out. Uh, and also, like, hey, maybe maybe you're a big fan of Richard Gere. Maybe you're thinking, hey, hey Richard Gere's probably on the yum scale. Well, let's... Uh, oh. No, no. No, not after <laughs> this movie. No. No, well, but you can get a Rebecca <laughs> triple yum scale uh, design <laughs> as well as a bunch of uh, other stuff that we feature every uh, every week. So check that out. Yeah, guys. So head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all our merch and favorite designs from TeePublic. That's vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And thank you, TeePublic, for your continued support. And now let's talk about this goddamn movie. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Uh, how? Why? I, it's, it's just so crazy to me. And I, I'm only going to mention this once. It, 
it's just so crazy to me that we watch this one and the Lego movie together. Yes. Because I am of the opinion that the Lego movie script is so tight and awesome. Yes. <laughs> and it works so fucking well that watching this movie on the, like watching those movies back to back, I was like, this is different yes we came at this with a different type of pen you know what i mean <laughs> like i was like oh, okay <laughs> which is so strange yeah. i think this is probably the first time anybody's ever compared runaway bride to the lego movie but here we are but you need the palate cleanser every yeah. once in a while oh man um so who did you peg as the who let's start the intended villain of this movie <sighs> god it's hard right it they're all so unlikable I think like, okay, so I think like Maggie, Maggie's supposed to be like her own villain a bit. Like okay. she's fighting her own thing. She's her own villain. Um, I also think Ike's a villain. I think they're all villains. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's, I, like, how, that's a conclusion I came to too, <laughs> where uh, both of the main characters are villains in their own right. Both of the main characters are villains. I would say like all of her exes are supposed to be villains because it's like, oh, they like never paid attention to you or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's they a hard never, sell. They re never really like noted what you wanted or whatever, but it's also like, no, all this woman does is bend to the will of whoever she's with. Like, it's like yeah. that man literally asked you three times, like, how do you want your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. The how do you want your eggs? Yes, which is is crazy. Um, I would argue that at the start of the movie, at least, we're supposed to think that uh, Ike is the main character, mm -hmm. and that Maggie is therefore the villain because he makes she makes him lose his job. Right? No, Which but he needs to lose his job. He does. It's a ridiculous he needs to, he does. That's the worst <laughs> journalism I've ever seen in my entire life. He's sitting at a bar. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's the worst journalism I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my God. And he's like, well, I write a column. It's more of a, like an opinion. It's like, no, but the it still needs to factually be accurate. Yes. Okay. He writes about a woman he's never met. He doesn't make a single phone call. And you know he doesn't because the, the movie starts with him running around New York being like, I got to think of a thing to write. I always write things like an hour before the deadline. Mm -hmm. uh, so one, uh, that's okay. I mean, I realistic but unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I can't really comment on that personally. No, I, uh, no that, that's how writing <laughs> gets done. I feel like I do that all the time. <laughs> that's how writing gets done. But for his editor, that's got to be a fucking nightmare. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Also, you could take a better point than, like, I hate all women. <laughs> oh. Which I feel like is so unearned also because it's, like, if you want this character in my mind to be, like, a redeemable character, I have to see kind of where this hate is coming from a little bit. Sure. And it felt really baseless. <laughs> I mean, maybe not baseless, but entirely ingrained at that point, right? Like, okay, yes. Like, he's, mm. he's uh, sure, he's got his ex-wife or whatever. I think maybe we're supposed to think that's the justification of it. What, so that got, he just has an ex-wife? Yeah, I'm like, she's like, lovely. She women, fired you when you needed to be fired. Yeah, I, and brought in your friend for moral support. Like, what a... Yeah, um, yeah but he's... So, <laughs> the bartender that he goes... When he goes into the bar... The bartender has such a sweet burn on him, which is just uh, for a good looking guy. You sure do strike out a lot, <laughs> which is just like, yeah. a, hey, buddy, your personality is Ooh. shit. You have the best tools in the world and you can't use them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use them. You're so, all thumbs, man. All this to say he has not fact checked this article at all. Not because he has he wouldn't have had time. A, no. Yeah. But not even for a second. He doesn't call anybody. And we find out very quickly after this that it was very possible for him to get in contact with all these people. Yes. He, it took he him does no time at all. Yeah. You know what you do in that situation? You go, huh, what an intriguing premise for an article or for yeah. a column. Mm -hmm. uh, only got about an hour before deadline, so I guess it's not that today. Mm. Let, I'll just do a, a story about how this bagel shop has gone downhill. Uh, do, But man, how great would it be to have one in the chamber for tomorrow? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Just walk around a little longer. You'll yes. see something. This is New York, yes. baby. You're done. You're good. And uh, like, cause you know the relief 
where we've picked a movie far enough in advance and we're not scrambling to figure out what we're doing next week. Having one in the chamber <laughs> it's such a good feeling. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, here's a little inside baseball. Anytime we uh, end an episode with, uh, we got a really good one coming up for you next week. <laughs> Make sure you check it out. Yeah. It's because we, we forgot to have a conversation before we started recording. <laughs> Maybe I say the wrong day. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> Maybe we're falling apart over here. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> I was going to say, but it's not like we're just going to commit to doing a movie that we've never researched or seen, but that's exactly this what we're doing This is literally right what now. we're doing right now. <laughs> oh, God, I'll, we're no better than no, him. No, <laughs> although when it's been voted for, I'm always yeah, like, yeah, yeah. listen, but I've been forced into this. <laughs> the, uh, the wisdom of the crowd is what it is. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's a bad journalist. He's atrocious. Yeah. He's atrocious. Even, even the tactics he uses later in the film to get his information, I would say, highly unethical. Unethical, yeah. He's stalking this woman. He shows up to her uh, dad's house or her grandma. I don't. I don't know whose house that. Anyway, yeah. Her family's house gets them drunk. Gets information from them. Oh. Starts hanging out with all of her friends. Like I'm like this guy. This is so creepy. Also, you have your info. Yeah. Like, you needed to talk to, like, three people, and you're good. You're done. Yeah. It's like, and and maybe there, there's a version of this movie that is more charming. Uh-huh. Like, I think there's a, a version of this movie where Ike is, one, not a blatant and open misogynist from the beginning, right? Where he goes, I need a story. Mm-hmm. I think the story is about, like, I heard about this woman, so I'm going to go to the town and get the real story. And I think the story was this, but I've fallen in love with her, and it turns out the story is this. Like, that's nice. Yes. But this is, they frame this as he loses his job for writing this article because it has no facts. And, like, his, And it, it wasn't Maggie's fault that there were no facts in there. No. It's not her fault. No. <laughs> that's um, your fault. That's on you. And then his best friend is like, uh, so maybe you didn't get the facts right, but at least I think you were on <laughs> point with fuck this woman you've never, like, not like, you know, like, <laughs> let's destroy this woman sort of thing. Yeah. I think you were right about her being a bitch, basically. <laughs> So I'm going to hire you for this magazine so that you can go and destroy this woman's life in person. Yes. Like, like think about that from Maggie's perspective. She's just a small town woman, mm -hmm. right? Uh, runs a hardware store for her parents. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, some guy just writes a slanderous article about you. You've never met this guy you don't know how he knows you. And then when you complain, he then shows up in town, like basically threatening to ruin your upcoming marriage. Yeah. Like, I don't n know how you climb out of that hole. Like, I don't know how he ends up being the guy at the end of that. Oh, I, I just, yes. He, 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 I just don't think it worked. <laughs> I, I just think cinematically it did not work the entire time. When he says, let's have, like, let's have a wedding, like, let's, let's get married instead, I started screaming in my house. I was like, no, this can't. No. No, no. And also, I, well, fundamentally, I don't understand why anybody is that obsessed with marriage, I guess. Sure. Like, they, like, the concept, doing it, like, why, like, you haven't even lived together yet. You don't know how this woman really takes her coffee. You kissed once. Yeah. Oh man, we gotta have a we gotta have a tumble in the old hay sack there. Okay, yeah. we can't we can't be going out. I don't even know what your dick looks like, Ike. Okay. <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm not saying that's gonna determine anything. I'm just saying I gotta take a peek. Yeah. For oh, there is forever. A, there's a lot of unknowns here. Yeah. Uh, for a woman who is quite clearly afraid of commitment. Um, and why is that? I'm sorry. I don't think that's as big of an issue as they paint it to be. I'm like, why does that matter? Other than the fact that you have the most expensive exit strategy I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, fucking. Woo! I think. 
everybody gets one. You know, I think oh. like leave at the altar sort of situation. I don't, you don't have to use it, <laughs> but we'll forgive Listen, one. Listen, as somebody who used to be engaged, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I knew very firmly, I was like, I'm not going to start spending money until I'm 100% ready. Yeah. Okay, we're not doing this. I'm not. Although I feel like because <laughs> this is so bad. But I feel like if I got there, I'd buckle. I'd just be like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> we'll yeah, figure it out because, later. <laughs> because the thing is, it's not a life sentence. No! Not really, right? Yeah. You could be like, we could get divorced. I, like, you know what I would say is worse than divorce? Um, running away from three weddings. 100% that is worse. <laughs> that is... Like, that's way worse. Like, there is... Like, <laughs> there's a sort of thing where you're like... You know the people who have stories about like, well, my third husband or my my sixth wife, yeah. um, and you're like, oh, y- if you marry that person, it's never gonna work out. Like they don't believe, you know, they don't, they're not in marriage for it to last. If you're you have, so fun. I'm like, oh, maybe you could fix that. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's my, it's like it's my fourth wife, and I'm her third husband. It's like that's not a marriage that's gonna if it if if that is you and it is gonna work out fine. But you know what I mean? Like like no one's gonna be betting on those marriages. Oh no, I would say yeah, I would say like, the go odds ahead and get married. The if odds you want. are stacked against exactly. you, probably. But, but that mm. is but at least they know that. At least they're being like, yeah, yeah. we go in, we get married. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that we can just throw away at any point. Yes, and we both believe that. But for it to be a, I have run away at the altar three times, un- unconscionable. Like that, you don't want to get married then. Yes. Stop and that's saying fine. yes. That's fine. That's fine. And that's okay. Can I just say, I think her and Coach Bob have a pretty good relationship as they are. Just continue on. He's a, he's a little intense can. for me, but yes. Uh, like in the grand scheme of yeah. things, that is such a minor. Thing. Oh no, for sure. Oh, is is he better than this shitty journalist? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely, he is. But you know, he's me. Sitting, love a third option. He's sitting there saying, like, okay, I know you've had problems with this before, so we're just going to visualize it. We're going to visualize it. I'm going to help you. We're going to do a second rehearsal to help you get through. You're kind of rolling your eyes, but like, if no, you no, no. I'm sorry, help, I'm rolling my eyes just because like that scene is one of the worst oh, scenes I've ever it's seen. It, it's not what you're saying. I'm no, sorry, right. but yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like that's generally helpful. <laughs> yes, he's yeah, yeah, very yeah. confident. He's like, I know this is, works out. We're the one. Um, you, you're excited about going on this like uh, uh, honeymoon to the Himalayas where mm. we're gonna hike. Like this is this is cool. He's very supportive and trusting person, and to the point where I, uh, this is another point of villainy. Where that is absolutely a guy who has had some hands-on uh, planning that wedding. Oh, he probably planned the whole thing. Right? This woman probably Whatever. breaks out in hives if she looks at a bouquet of flowers. Exactly. Like, hey. So he's just like, that's a man who's taking everything off her plate. It's like, you don't want to pick the venue because it stresses you out? That's fine. I'll take care of the venue. You don't want to take care of the music? That's fine. I'll take care of the music. Which means that Ike steps into a wedding. That another man has planned. Huh. <laughs> it's gross. It's not it, good. You know, just be like, hey, you've got the, the thing. Maybe you don't. Maybe Bob wants his deposit back. Now, Bob, you know? now a point against Bob, I'm going to say, is that I don't think. Played by uh, SVU Special Victims Unit's Chris Maloney. <laughs> There's a lot of people in this movie. There's a surprising amount of people in this yeah, movie. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned Joan Cusack. Though. I love Joan Cusack. I love her so much. Um, but anyway, a point against Bob. Po- point against Bob. Uh, I'm gonna say I don't think, I don't think Maggie proposed to him. Uh, n- no. No, he not. proposed to her. Sure. And I just don't think. I don't think I'd do that. I don't think I'd do that. I mean, like, I would still be in a relationship with this person. Yeah, I would still go out with Maggie. We could go do trips, do whatever. But, like, I think if you've run away twice at the altar, maybe maybe it's on you now. Maybe you decide if you want to get married to me, but, like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't you... think I'm even going to propose this. 100%. 
Yeah. This is this is just my general vibe. This is how you I you wait do this. till she brings it up. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? Dropping hints. You know what I mean? It'd be more convenient if we were married. Great. Let's do something. And also, we're doing something small. Let's go to City Hall. You know. Let's go to City Hall. Let's do when this if we want to do it. she describing what she would want when she's like, oh, I'd want it to be like in the middle of the day. Nobody's there. And I'm like, how has, have you not said anything at any point? Yeah. Do these men not know you at all? And I know that was kind of supposed to be the point. It's like they don't ask. And it's like, mm. I don't think, I don't think that we should hinge this all on eggs. There's this weird egg theory. Okay, I okay. <laughs> the egg thing. The eggs. Let's talk about. Let's talk eggs. about the eggs. Okay, so um, Ike um walks around and he he asks this one weird question to each of her exes, and it's um, how do you like your eggs, or how does she like her eggs? How does Maggie right. like her eggs? And every guy answers, um, she likes them the way I like them, and it's like you know scrambled with dill, it's poached, it's fried, it's whatever, it's different for every guy. I'm going to say that's a nothing find. <laughs> I'm going to say that's nothing. That's literally nothing. Yes. Do you know how I order food most of the time? Oh, that sounds good. Let's do that. Yes. I'm going to get that. Yes. I do it all the time. And it's not because I'm like blowing in the wind and I don't know what I like or whatever. It's because I honestly like everything. I like so I I can't find it's hard for me to find a food I don't like. Yeah. I love to eat. I'm going to eat all oh, that. Yeah, uh, not having a strong <laughs> preference for eggs. For your egg or having, is fine. having it change throughout your life. Like if you're like, you know what? I was always, always an over-easy guy. Mm. I was always an over-easy guy. Then I, I started dating my partner. Yeah. And then they were like, you, you'd love a good Eggs Benny, though. And I was like, really? I haven't really had Eggs Benedict because I was always over-easy. And then you try the hollandaise and you're like, this is the greatest thing alive. Now my order's Eggs Benedict. Do you know how, if if I'm cooking at home, do you know how the eggs are coming? All the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're coming. Okay. Yes. All the same. Yes. I don't understand why this is a point for this guy. I think there is a, I might know it now, but there was definitely a point in my life where I didn't know what the alternatives to over easy were. Like, that's the only... <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I used to work at a brunch. Uh, well, I've well, I've worked at several brunch restaurants, but I used to work at one that was like a little, you know, a little hipstery, whatever. Sure. And um, they I they serve your water in a mason jar. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and uh, what the fuck was my? Oh, uh, so we would have like people. I don't know. People come in. They a little. I would say bougie or clientele or whatever. Sure. And I was talking to this woman. I was like, how would you like your eggs? And she was like, I would like them like over like mm, like medium rare. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what? I was like, the best I could do for you is maybe meat. I was like, over medium. We can. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is not a state. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's an egg. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, because I don't know. You you hear it in the movies, and it's always over easy. Yeah. You know, you're like, but I don't, li I like it a little firmer than that. You're like, over hard? I don't know. Over medium, I guess. Is hard boiled? No, uh, you can say over hard. <laughs> over hard? Or okay. like, people would say that to me, and I would know what it means. <laughs> Rubbery as shit. Ru I was like, oh, man, you don't. At this point, you don't like eggs. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You just don't like them. <laughs> You just don't just eat something else. It's fine. Okay, yeah. nobody's mad just at you. Just give me the, the plate of all the sauces. The runny yolk is the best part. Uh, yeah, you need a little bit of run so you can uh, dip your bread dip in. Your, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think I might be hungry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all this to say, yes. do not base a relationship on whether or not they have expressed Why? a desire for one egg or not. Like, okay, uh, but just quickly to spin off of this, yes. do you have a thing like you're you're dating somebody? Okay, you're you're in a relationship. You go out to dinner or lunch or something together. Yes. Do you have a hang up? They order first. Do you have a hang up about ordering the same thing they do? No. Okay. I don't have a hang up about that. I have I have food hang ups. Right. Like if, okay. So, but like you looked at the menu and go like, oh, the cheeseburger looks amazing here. I'm going to get the cheeseburger. Yeah. And then they order the cheeseburger. You don't feel weird about that? Oh, I almost, I, I, I that's almost my default. Uh, okay. It's almost my default because most of the time if I'm out with somebody, if they've been here before, I just get whatever they get. 
Because I'm like, you've been here before. You Smart. know what's good, man. Like my friend, like uh, you know, my one Italian friend brought me to this Italian sandwich shop. I was like, obviously, just get double whatever you're doing. <laughs> okay, I'm not out here trying to make decisions. You know what's good, dude. Like I, I almost prefer that to, okay. to order whatever you're ordering. Also, because some, especially if it's like early on in dating, I'm like. I never know how the bill's going to go. Right. And I don't want you... I'm just so anxious about somebody thinking I'm, like, trying to get something out of somebody that I'm, like, okay. I don't want to sound like... Because you... I, I I don't know. I've been going on a lot of first dates lately. And um, that's probably not good. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So a lot of these guys, they, they kind of have the same complaint where they'll, like, show up on a date and then all of a sudden it's, like... I want the most expensive cocktail. I want the yeah, lobster. Yeah, yeah. I want this. I want that. What kind of car do you drive? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I guess from my perspective, I come at it from the we're in a long-term relationship and mm -hmm. that they'll take the order at the table and go back to the kitchen and be like, there's a couple out here ordering the same dish. Oh. They've been together so long. They don't even think for themselves anymore. But I've, We're at different points in our I've, lives. I've, I've tried. <laughs> I have long since gotten over that because okay. like, I just realized, oh, we just have the same tastes in in food that literally tastes. Yeah. You know, I had to break up with a guy once, not just because of this, but it really heavily bothered me. Um, people with big food hangups kind of like and I understand that that can be like an sure, issue. You know sure. what I mean? Like that can actually be you know, like a, 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 a problem for you or whatever. But like some people like I was dating this guy and he would be like, OK, I don't want the food to touch. And I only want ketchup on my burger, oh, nothing else. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> just a big messy plate of nah, Indian food. Mixing like it I all just can't. And, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when I when I go get my coffee and they're like, "What kind of milk do you want in it?" I say, "What is closest to your hand?" That's what I say. <laughs> What's closest to you? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I am a strong believer that everybody. Once again, th this. This I'm realizing is a core philosophy. Everyone gets one. Like you mm. have you have one food non not allergy related that you can be like, I'm just gonna nope out of that every single time. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. And for me it's like eggplant. Oh, I love eggplant. Everyone tells me that. It's and it's delicious. the it's the grossest, squeakiest it, no I want to cook you eggplant no, now. It's no taste, all texture. I make a it's great the, eggplant lasagna. <laughs> I make a great eggplant lasagna. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, you you get one. As you an get one. <laughs> as an adult, and you I get start one. fighting you on your one. I'm yeah. like, no, bend to my will. But anyway. That's the thing that people do with your one. Because <laughs> they go, well, then you haven't really had good eggplant yeah. parmesan. It's like I have. I have. I just it's don't just, like it. It's that's a fair. Medium for me. That's you know? fair. I think. Uh, <laughs> all this to say, <laughs> we talked about food for five fucking minutes. It doesn't matter. I think the truth villainy it's not that um she she bends to their will oh or I, yeah i don't think that matters the real villainy in her is she kept all the engagement rings i okay mm, yeah <laughs> it is weird <laughs> it's it's weird it is weird to keep all of them and then show them off afterwards yeah. i'm like i feel like maybe those should have gone back or at least one or two of them. <laughs> but they even say the wedding gifts too, right? It's like people have kept, they've kept the wedding gifts when the wedding didn't happen. I don't think you could do that. No. I think that's, I think that's against policy. If I'm going to that wet, if I'm going to that woman's third wedding and I'm bringing a gift, I'm hold, first of all, it's cash. And second of all, first of all, uh, I'm holding cash. on to that envelope until after the ceremony. You know what I mean? Oh, our friend, um, I've got um, Allie Pierce, who's a very, very funny comedian in Toronto. She has a joke about how uh, for weddings, she started post-dating checks. <laughs> <laughs> you only get it if you, pay, if it if you get out. past this certain like monthly mark or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, these bitches need this. <laughs> That's what these people need for sure. Yeah, no, you yeah. can't. You can't be keeping those gifts. Um, Maggie, let's start... Let's start talking about Maggie. Yeah. First of all, Maggie Carpenter, who works at the hardware store. Wow. <laughs> oh, spent all night on that one. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I actively cannot with that name, Maggie Carpenter, at the hardware store. I was like, we're not even. Yeah. <laughs> we're I not did. even trying out here. Anyway, okay, so her... Her, what are her problems? She has so many. Uh, first of all, stop trying to get married. Nobody needs that. You don't need to do this. You're a common law gal. Oh, 
big time, big boy, big, big time. You should wake up one day and be like, oh, damn, we got some paperwork in the mail. Like, <laughs> that should be it. We're done. Roll credits. You want to file income tax together this year? Done. Yes. Now, she has this, and I, okay, and I think she does make a good point when she starts talking about how, um, She's like, it's not all these men. It's 50% my fault also that these men don't know me as well as I think they should know me. Yeah. And I think that's a really great point. And I would argue that that percentage is probably <laughs> different than what she thinks it is. I think it's probably 70, 30. Yeah. Like, I think I think some of these guys are too into their jobs or whatever. Okay. This coach loves whatever. He loves coaching. He's got a very... Sometimes uh, you see it in relationships. I've seen it with my friends or whatever. Sometimes you have one person's personality that'll kind of, they, they'll take over a bit. Yep. They're like, I have such strong hobbies and ideas on the world and what have you that I kind of overshadow kind of what you want. Yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe the case here. But it's also really, really on you to be like, hey... I don't want to do this instead of just constantly convincing yourself that you do want to be doing this. Right. Because from their perspective, there is, there is a certain expectation that when I ask you if you're okay with this, or if I ask you if you want to do this, that you are going to tell me the truth, you know, or yeah. you're going to speak up for yourself because it's, it's not like communication isn't always 50 50. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's not like, we'll do what we want to do one day. We'll do It's like, Hey, I'm going hiking. Do you want to come? And you go, well, I want to spend time with you, so I'll go. Well, I, you know, and then you go, you have to say, but I don't really like hiking. Yeah, that's on you. You have if to. If you never say that, if you second never say part, it, how? Yes. Then, then you can continue going. It's like, well, every time I ask if you want to go hiking, you say yes. We always seem to have a good time. Why would I think for a second that you don't like hiking? You gotta speak yeah. on it. Like, like hiking the Himalayas is such a big jump that she has never spoken up about not enjoying hiking. Oh, you yeah. You like, start with the Himalayas. No, no, no. You got to, like, train for that. Like, it's, like, a big fucking deal. They have had weekend excursions to other, like, national parks and mountains and things. like. You know what I mean? Like, that's been the thing in their relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, at, this entire relationship has been built up on sharing an activity that you don't even like that is so on you oh big time big 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 time and like okay and i kind of want to get into her friends just a little bit yeah. uh because so there's there's several scenes where they all kind of like make fun of her or whatever for you know for running away from the altar three times and it is sad. she's like oh i'm sad about you know like whatever this ball it, it, She's trying to be fine about it, and then she kind of snaps halfway through because, like, Ike comes to her defense because she doesn't know what she wants, and another man is telling her exactly what she wants and how she's feeling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a man telling her that she doesn't know what she wants and that he knows what he she knows wants. He knows. I can tell you're upset. Woo! Woo. That's, that's, that scene bothered me the most, where uh, he comes to her defense, first of all, if I ran away at the altar three times, you bet your ass that my friends and family are going to ride me on that forever as they should. should. Yes. This is like, this is, I, I like to call it, I call this uh, soft interventioning. <laughs> so, <laughs> I call this uh, soft interventioning where I have some friends with some problems, obviously. And, you know, you try and speak to them seriously about whatever they're not, they're not having it. Well, now I'm just going to rip on you forever for this until you stop. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I still want to be your friend, but I can't not say this because you need to know you're wrong still. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's fine. Yes. There's, there's a certain... And, and the thing okay. is, it's not even mean-spirited what they're saying. Okay, I would say maybe a little mean spirited. Okay, yeah, yeah. But okay, what I'm going, uh, what I, my counter argument to this is, is the solution to that isn't yelling at your father and being like, well, you know, I don't like that you're drunk all the time. Like that's those are two actually separate conversations Completely. that need to happen. Okay, yes. this is not the <laughs> zinger you think. No, about. no, this man needs assistance. Okay, you also need some sort of assistance as well, uh, yeah. but it's different. <laughs> 
<laughs> probably related. But I gotta tell you, why, like, why those... would I always feel like I need attention from a man and always <laughs> cow to what they want? And my father being drunk all the time. Yep. Why would those be related? Anyway. <laughs> fear of commitment game from oh jesus christ <laughs> anyway yes so like those that's never that's that's not how a proper argument works <laughs> do you know what i mean if i'm in an argument with somebody no. and i'm like oh you don't like the way i lie well you're always leaving the seat up and it's like <laughs> what, what the fuck <laughs> i don't leave the seat down i lie about putting it <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Not the same. No. And here's here's the thing. The, the, the other thing I really hated about that scene where he stands up for her. Ugh. First of all, all generally pretty lighthearted. Like street mm-hmm. joke kind of ribbing you. But those are also her friends and family. And there is a sort of thing where the people that you've known the longest probably know where your limits are the best right Mm -hmm. you have like you and i would have a relationship where i could joke about things that i wouldn't say joke about to like just a person i'd known for two weeks absolutely you know what i mean and you would be like craig Ah, my buddy yeah you got it (laughs) like so there's there's a there's a limit that is known by your close friends and family this guy absolutely this guy comes in having known her for only a couple weeks mm-hmm. and stands up in front of a couple everyone. weeks is very generous. Yeah, and I goes, think it's like a week <laughs> Yeah, and goes, why is everybody being so mean to her? And that is the thing that changes the temperature in the room. Right. It really, yes, it's it the, does. It's the like, you're idiots. You don't realize what you're doing is mean. And you go, okay, we were all working within those boundaries yeah. that we have established over many, many years. But the fact that you're broadcasting that it's cruel is the thing that's going to make us feel bad. And it's going to put an awkwardness in the room. And it's going to make her feel bad. Because it's no longer... It's up to her to say, well, no, 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 that's not mean. Or you're wrong. You know? like Oh, yes. It's totally her call. Also, uh, it's totally hypocritical. This guy has this opinion. He's like, oh, you're... You're ripping on her right, right, right in front of her. I'm like, you, do you know what your job was? Ripping on people publicly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you don't know. You ripped <laughs> that on you her. You have no boundaries. Having with. not you met her at all. Dunked on this woman repeatedly, fifteen times wrong. To be honest, because a drunk guy said, said something. Said so, whispered, you in a bar. licked your ear, and told you a limerick. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yes, you can't come in knight in shining armor being Absolutely like... Absolutely not. No, you are covered in shit. Yes. <laughs> your yes. armor is, smells to high heaven of horse manure. It's it's in your codpiece. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, okay, so how, oh, and how do we... and for that to end with a man being like... <laughs> you, you said it perfectly, like... <laughs> What, this is how you oh, feel just, about this? Yeah. You, <laughs> you let men tell you how to feel. You let me tell you how to feel. Yeah. Oh. These other men didn't know how you feel. I know how you feel. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they want. They just tell you what they want. Yes. Here's what, here's what you want. I know what you want. And this movie Ooh. really starts with, I, I, I'm i going to call it, I, I would say just a just a whisper of some incel energy, I gotta tell you. Oh, yeah. Just like some really textured, like un, unwarranted, absolute woman hate. They're all, they're all like banshee. I don't know. Like, I. <laughs> yes, I, I completely agree. And the distinction I would make is you said earlier that he's kind of, we need to sort of see why he feels this way. So yes. he has a path back to redemption. Mm-hmm. So, so like, there is a version of this, and like, I hate to call it like light misogyny, right? Where you go, <laughs> well, no, where no, like I love it. he's <laughs> had a he's had a bad relationship, okay, yeah, and because he hasn't had the tools to deal with that, he's sort of painting in broader strokes, mm-hmm. right? Which I think is maybe kind of um, your intro to, right? Yeah, where you go like. Don't you just hate it how all women will cheat on you? It's like, no, you, you hate that 
your that's that Sandra your, cheated, that Sandra whoever, cheated yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, all women are this. Well, they're not, but you can sort of see how there's the temptation to paint in broad strokes, mm-hmm. and this applies to, to to many many things, not just this, right? Uh, especially stand. I would say stand up comedy, sure. <laughs> And there's a difference between that and what he has written, which is this deep-seated, almost um, manifesto-like. Oh thing, yes, where where it's like so. I would I don't I wouldn't even say it's like incels, like borderline mm. incel. I would say it's it's very much getting there, or it's in the wheelhouse, or it's like super adjacent, right? Yes, where it's like because because here that they read portions of the article that he writes at the beginning, where he goes, uh, uh, "Yes, I write." Uh, bitter rants about women yes i peddle in stereotypes but how can you blame me when the stereotypes are all true first of all if you're ever reading the stereotypes are all true little introspections needed but he's like the mother the virgin the whore the crone uh (laughs) women elbowing you on the subway stealing your cabs and overwhelming you with perfume in the elevators you go jesus like there's no there's no coming back from that. No. And so he's like, so I would like to add a couple new players in this. And he says, the man-eater, Maggie Carpenter. So not only is he, like, ragging on a woman he's never met, he's casting this woman as the, the, um, the prototypical stereotype. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Prototypical stereotype. Like <laughs> the the thing that you form the term around. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. in biology, there's like the species that like this is the this is dog. Mm-hmm. So we put dog. Yeah. It's 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 so far into that like you should not be in a relationship ever until you've had a hell of a lot of therapy, deep seated manifesto style misogyny there it's it's unhinged yes his big turning point is supposed to be him look at, talking with his ex-wife being like did i ever did you did i not see you she's like no you didn't see me and he's like oh wow i have grown as a character in such a way i see people now oh, i see i on. i see i see vaginas <laughs> like i see the person around the vagina now i'm like whoa whoa <laughs> you fuck you you create your own words and thoughts and shit and you walk around and you're you're having your own emotions yeah. and oh whoa it's just blowing my mind <laughs> do you know how bad you have to be for women to just walk up to you on the street and slap you. And he, oh, that's yeah. happening to him constantly at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, Old yeah. ladies recognizing him and hitting him with his back. Straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of, there's a couple of court. I won't even get into it, but there's a couple of court cases uh, in the United States where, you know, the man gets away or whatever. And I'm like, I hope you get bitch slapped everywhere you walk. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hope you're getting your shit kicked everywhere you go. Yeah. You fuck. I love it. Let's talk about, uh, we should uh, briefly talk about her friends, right? They're pretty. Yeah. We got, we got Joan in there. What, do, what are your feelings on, I, I think her name's Peggy. I mean, first of all, I love Joan Cusack. I uh, just love just a little like, spreader lo- on a cracker. I love her. <laughs> I love Joan Cusack. Uh, my favorite of the Cusacks. Uh, I'm going to just. What? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I think me too. Um, I think Peggy might be the only one who gets like 100% nails Maggie. Yes. Like, because there's the scene at the baseball game and it's revealed that uh, Maggie used to date what is now Peggy's husband. Yes. And like, they're kind of flirting out on the field, like visually. And like, Peggy gets a little upset about it. And then... But she a- mostly gets upset because of what uh, Ike says to her. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of yeah. eggs her on to it. Like, are you okay with it? Like, all this kind of stuff. She's going to steal your husband. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they kind of have, like, a good heart-to-heart about it. Where Peggy basically tells her, it's like, you have an issue where you just need attention from any man, however, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why you're in the situation you're at. She's like, I'm not worried about you and my husband. I'm just worried about you. <laughs> like, like that's Whoa. a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that speech she gives her, I'm like, this is like tough but fair. 
And that's what you want from a friend, right? Yeah. You want something honest, but not too, uh, I don't know. I think she handled it perfectly. Yeah. I think she said exactly. Cause like, no offense to anybody, but like, we all know that friend, right? We've all kind of had a friend like that or whatever, where you're like, here she goes again. You know what I mean? But like, it's nothing. Most of the time, it's just like, I need this. I need this attention. I need this attention. I mean, kind of ironic that I'm saying this as a stand-up comedian, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I understand. We all need attention. There are healthy ways to get it, and there's unhealthy ways to get it. Um, I didn't really like Peggy's speech about mysterious versus weird versus quirky. Oh, she's yes. Like, no, I'm not quirky. You're quirky. <laughs> I'm weird. Well, I'm weird. Yeah. Yeah. And like for that to be between, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Joan Cusack and uh, um, I forgot her name. Jesus. <laughs> What's that? Who's the actress in this movie? Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts. Jesus. <laughs> I, I knew, I kept pulling Julie Louise Dreyfus for some reason. I don't know why. That's just where my mind went for one minute. Anyway. Okay. It's just, I know it's Julia. Anyway, for it to be between Joe Cusack <laughs> and Julia Roberts, like the conversation between you're quirky. Yes. And I'm weird. I was like, that's the perfect casting for that. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're both still hot, but we get it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's different types. It is different. I will say, Julia Roberts, there is something crazy infectious about her, like, cackle, is what I call it. Where she goes, oh, no, this is like prime time Julia Roberts. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where she, like, falls back with the yeah. backpack and is like, ha ha! <laughs> you're like, oh, that's. That's weirdly charming. Oh, I understand why all of these men have fallen in love with Julia Roberts. Yeah, especially okay. small town. Woo! <laughs> that Julia Roberts is a small town 12. You know? Oh, easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a small town 12. No questions. Yeah. No no questions asked. Um, I think I think that's it. I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if I... Do you have anything else? No, I would say they're they're both... Horrible, horrible people. Yeah, I don't. We don't uh, really go into like I don't know. I, I the they're all just they're the worst. I don't know how to tell you that. Right. Yes. Here's the thing: is from from Ike's perspective, Maggie is supposed to be the villain because he she's the harpy who has ruined his career, and I should just be able to print lies about women. Yeah. with no repercussions at all. Mm. And from Maggie's perspective, this is a man who's written horrible things about her yeah. in the news. From Ike's perspective, he is. She's ruined all these men's lives, and he's right about that. From Maggie's perspective, Ike is a self-centered asshole who's harassing her and her family on the street. Like, it's just, they're both villains to each other. Mm -hmm. And if you asked me which one was right, like, if I if I lived in that town, and I was like, whose side are you on? I'd be like, none of them. They both, none of them! <laughs> they both make good points about how the other person is a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. You know? I think so. And it can be both. Case closed. Case closed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So it sounds like it's time for our rankings. What do you got for us, Craig? Uh, yeah, so I've got the running scale. Great. Uh, running scale. Uh, so on a scale from a jog to a marathon, uh, I'm going to give Ike and Maggie, <laughs> I rank them both, Yes. a uh, meandering. You know the people who like mm -hmm. are on the sidewalk and they... they like walk side by side. Oh yeah. But it's like enough space so you can't Do you get like them. each other? What's you, going what's on? What's going on? And every step they take, they move as far left and right as they do forward. Yeah. So like nobody can get around. I'm giving that's what I'm giving them. Uh because they're both assholes who are oblivious to what's going on around them. Perfect. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I've got the um places to break up with a person scale um from at the park with a nice coffee. Mm -hmm. which I think genuinely is a very good place to break up with somebody yeah. um, to a uh, McDonald's bathroom drunk. <laughs> I am going to, I am going to give both of them a um, breaking up at your niece's sweet 16. Sweet Jesus. Why <laughs> don't do this? Don't be together. Don't bring your family into this. It's terrible. Go to therapy, please. Third option. Anyway, Third option. that's it. Uh, and guys, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple ways you can help at the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. 
villain was right on facebook and villain was right at gmail.com if you want to email us uh suggestions you guys have also been messaging us both personally which is great if you've messaged me or craig your your suggestion has gone into the list don't you worry we've got it we have a running total with so many fucking movies on it and we're we're gonna try and get to all of them but you know we're we're doing our best <laughs> And if you have a couple of bucks. Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, if you're unaware of what Patreon is, it's a monthly subscription service where you get benefits uh, from the artists that you support, including us. Uh, like this benefit, for example. This is an audience choice episode we're doing this month. Um, so every month, um, our patrons get to vote on what movies they want us to see. So Runaway Bride, was it this month? And uh, would we have done it without you? Maybe not, because uh, we had never seen it before. I had never seen this movie. So, uh, but thank it, you so much. So <laughs> maybe you wanted us to cover another movie. Have your say uh, by signing up at the uh, Two-Face tier uh, over at patreon.com slash right. And we have other tiers with other benefits, including ad-free episodes for $1 a month. So check that out. Um, as well, uh, a little just side note, I think we have TikTok now. Uh, we do. We've got an account. One video is up there as of right now. Oh, we'll, my God. We'll be posting some clips of that. So check us out on TikTok. The villain was right there. Uh, and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, I've got a, a small villain right now. Great. Um, my villain of the week is time. Uh, <laughs> just, just the passage of it. Because as we're recording, this is January 7th right now, mm. today, as we're recording this. And I started this year out being like, I'm going to make more efficient use of my time. You know, I'm going to cut out all the things that don't add value to my life. I'm going to do the things that I want to do. I'm going to make time for the things that are important to me, like exercising and writing and, and that sort of thing. And I went out for coffee with our friend Tracy and we like we both had a good conversation but like this is the year we're gonna get our shit together we're gonna organize our schedules we're gonna get so much done and we are now January 7th I am now a week into this and I am I have burnt myself out already. <laughs> 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 I don't I have realized I have eliminated no tasks from my schedule hey. uh, I have to do all of them I've just added things um, given myself no room for breaks or uh, breathing. And um, I don't know how I'm so bad at this. I don't know how <laughs> every attempt to organize life in a way that makes sense uh, ends, ends this way every single yeah, time. I, don't I know. think for me, it's when my list gets too long. So I have to break it down into much smaller tasks. So if my list gets too long, not that this is your problem, I'm just saying it's mine. Yeah. I um I just uh, three things at a time. Yeah. Only three things. Yeah. And I I don't care how long the other list looks. I just write down three things for the day, <laughs> and I go those those are the things I've got to focus on, and that's yeah. it. Because if I look at the whole list, I will do zero things. Yes. Because I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> well, I'm still doing lots of things, and then I'm just like exhausted at the uh, end of the day, and uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just. I think that's the fair. constant struggle of being Cri a human. Christmas always tuckers me out. I yeah. can never hit January first with the ground running. There's no way. Yeah, I, I just can't. I didn't even mean it to be January first. Uh. I was just like, I've got some time off. Mm -hmm. This should be a free week, and then I was like, oh, this isn't a free week at all. There's so much to do. Anyway, uh, oh, guys. being a human. Yes. My, okay, guys, listen up, team. Listen up. Okay, I have. I. I. I my villain. My villain. It's a villain. My villain of the week is fucking hives. I got to tell you, I don't know what's going on with me. If anybody has this issue, because I actually saw another comedian post about this, and she's having this exact same issue I am. I've been having hives for like a month now. Uh, you probably easily a month. I think maybe a little bit longer. I have changed everything. I have fasted for 24 hours to see if it was something I've eating, I'm eating. I've changed my detergent, my soaps. Um, I've tried not doing things. I've tried doing things. I've literally exhausted every area of my life. I am on Benadryl 24-7. I have very sleepy times. And I need, <laughs> if anybody has this issue and solved it, let me fucking know. I'm snapping. I am itchy all the time all the time and it's like mostly my hand uh, it's actually my whole body but like i would say it really tears up on my hands and i am god you know i just i want to get to a place where somebody can see me naked again that's all i'm saying guys <laughs> okay like i just i'm all splotchy i'm all hived up 
and I need help. <laughs> so if anybody has this issue, I was just like, I'm sending out the bad signal. Okay, I need, I need help. If anybody, message me, message me, message me. If this has happened to you and you had a solution, or if just the solution is what I'm doing. If you're like, listen, you just got to take Benadryl till it stops. Fucking so be it. Anyway, that's my villain of the week. I'm fucking snapping. I'm so sorry. Next week, we'll have to, I had a fun story for you. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> Here's where we're at. I'm snapping. Okay. Um, Stay tuned, everyone. We got some really fun toy commercials for you. Stay tuned. Um, anyway, guys, uh, as always, uh, if you would like to follow me on anything, you can follow me or message me about Ives uh, at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. I'll actually be in Ottawa uh, at the Absolute Comedy there in February, so check that out for dates. And uh, that's it for us this week. Make sure you tune in next week uh, where we'll be covering the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. Yeah, that's right. So uh, make sure you tune in for that. Uh, otherwise, uh, that's us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And this is The Villain Was Right reminding you to run, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.